Welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast, presented by SeatGeek. You'll hear from players, coaches, broadcasters, and writers that cover the NFL on a daily basis. The New Orleans Saints podcast starts right now. Here's your host, Aaron Summers. Welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast. I'm Aaron Summers. The Saints have their final practice today ahead of the Cincinnati Bengals. That game is at noon on CBS. Coming up on today's episode, our Saints senior writer, John DeShazer, sits down with New Orleans.Football's Nick Underhill. We heard from both sides of the ball yesterday in defensive coordinator Chris Richard and offensive coordinator Pete Carmichael. Here's Richard on the team's focus against the Bengals. No, really talented group, you know, and... Uh... You know, it was a really talented group the last week and really talented group the week prior. And so that's the challenges that the NFL presents. You know, each and every single week, there are going to be talented people out there. Um, you know, it's always going to be about us. And that's really the bottom line of it. You know, again, us coming out there, playing with our proper technique, executing our assignment. And then we go out and we challenge people. With injuries to cornerback Marshawn Lattimore, defensive end Peyton Turner, neither have participated in practice this week. Safety Marcus May and cornerback Paulson Adebo have been limited. For Richard, however, it doesn't matter who lines up, they need to be ready. No, it's our responsibility to get everybody who's out there on the field ready to play. You know, and I heard a wise man say, when you hit the field, you are a starter. And so, like, you may not be called first, but we have to be prepared. And so, again, everybody's one play away. You know, it's it, you, all the cliches in the world that we've always heard about that. And it's real. It's reality. So, again, we're doing everything in our power to get all of our guys ready. And as far as the offense goes, running back Alvin Kamara told us last week that he was feeling good, and it definitely showed. He said he thinks a heavy dose of the run game is important again this weekend. Yeah, because, I mean, that sets the tone. I think that sets the tone. Whenever you can sit, line up and run the ball and run the ball and run the ball again, I mean, it's – Obviously, it's disheartening for a defense to line up and, you know, you can't stop you can't stop that run. And then we're going out there and passing efficiently also. So, One thing's for sure, though. Scoring is the priority, whether it's Taysom Hill or AK. Well, I mean, me and Taysom cool. Yeah, me and Taysom cool as hell. But um, we don't bounce no ideas. We're just trying to score. Like, like hey, what are you going to do right there? I'm like, man, try to get in the end zone. He's like, yeah, I'm going to do the same thing. <laughs> On the injury report for the week so far, Deontay Hardy, Jarvis Landry, Michael Thomas, three receivers all did not participate in Thursday's practice. Wide receiver Chris Olave was limited on Thursday, as was quarterback Jameis Winston. For a complete rundown on the latest injury report, head to NewOrleansSaints.com. Those usually come out around 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and then again Sunday about an hour and a half before kick. All right, let's hand this off now to John DeShazer and Nick Underhill. Joined by our friend now, Nick Underhill, New Orleans.Football. Nick, great to have you. And and first, you know, we're five games into the season, Saints two and three. Uh, what, have you, what are your overall impressions of the team so far? Whew, that's a big question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hit, them, hit them big early. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I think they're trending – in the right direction right now. I think we're starting to see a little bit of growth on offense. They're starting to get a little bit of an offensive identity. They've been running the ball better. The offense has been in better rhythm the last six quarters or so. And I'm starting to believe that they're at a point where they might not shoot themselves in the foot, at least as often as they were earlier in the season. Defensively, 
So far, so good. Last week, I thought was a step back, but there were a lot of injuries. I think getting Marcus May back on the field this week helps a lot. But being without Marshawn Lattimore, who almost looks certain to miss this game, and I'd be surprised even if he plays the next game, that's going to be a big hit, especially this week against Jamar Chase. But overall, it looks like they're starting to figure some things out. But I think that process maybe is going a little bit slower than everybody would like. And that's kind of the question right now. Can they win that race and just keep winning these games as they figure out who they are and how they have to win? Well, you know, not having more losses, they really can't take on too many more. So, um, you know, I still think it's a little bit up in the air what they're going to be uh, this season. You know, trending in the right direction offensively. Can they continue to do that? Michael Thomas looks like he's not going to be in this week. Uh, Jarvis Landry looks like he's not going to be in this week. Deontay Hardy uh, will not be in this week. Um, maybe Chris Olave will be in, but that's three of your top four receivers out and possibly the fourth out. Can they continue to trend in the right direction? Because this team, if you don't have your top four receivers, I would assume they're going to have to be able to ground and pound and run a little bit more. Yeah, they don't have their top four receivers. It's uh, basically probably even worse than it was last year when, when they were kind of trying to piece together a depth chart at wide receiver. So I think that's going to be, it's going to be difficult. And if they're without those guys, it puts the pressure back on the defense. Now they don't have Lattimore. So, I mean, they, they do definitely have some of the odds stacked against them this week. They just got to kind of hope and pray that Chris Olave is able to play this week. He, he seems like he's progressing through the concussion protocol. There's some stuff based on our practice window on Friday that maybe sheds a little bit of doubt on his availability for this week, but we're going to, we're going to see, look, he's, He's probably wide receiver one right now when everybody's healthy, just based on production, targets, how he's playing. So you take him out, and now everybody else is gone too. That's a lot of pressure on guys like Traquan Smith, who has been up and down. Marquez Callaway has made catches when called upon, but he just hasn't been a consistent producer. You lose Hardy. Now Rashid Shahid's maybe in there as your deep threat. You don't know what he can do. So it's uh, it's going to be... You know, when you when you kind of bring up the injuries, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit tough on offense this week. Yeah, gonna be tough on defense too. You mentioned Marshawn Lattimore not not going this week. Uh, Paulson Adebo did not have the game that he would want. Uh, Dennis Allen likes to put these guys in tough situations, man to man. Jamar Chase, who's gonna be chasing Chase? Uh, would it be Adebo? Because Adebo obviously again did not have the game that he would like to have against Seattle. I don't think that they're going to be able to play defense the way they usually do. I I don't know if it's going to be as aggressive and pressing every single play. I think they kind of got to play a little bit more conservatively, put two safeties deep, maybe play some zone. And this is a team, too, where you might want to do that in general just because they're so explosive. And, and the way to beat them is to kind of keep stuff closer and not allow them to beat you over the top. And if you can get after them with the four-man rush and play coverage, you can beat them. If I, CBS had a stat the other day that showed, like, they get blitzed less than any other team, but their sack rate is extremely high. So if they can get pressure with that front and, and play defense in, in a way that doesn't expose the Debo, because look, I don't, I don't think you want him chasing people. I think he's really good being physical in shorter areas, but if you extend it to a point where he's got to cover 40, 50 yards, he might get beat. He might give up a step. And we saw that last week with him. So I think you got to do a, a, a good job of kind of protecting them and, and limiting their exposure. So the safety play's got to be a lot better. And I think that makes Marcus May really the most important player in this game. Uh, they didn't have him last week. You saw some of those busts in the back end. A couple of those were on Tyron. I think he needs to be a little bit more, you know, together and sound. And, and I expect him to be. I don't think he's the type of guy that's going to have the same mistakes over and over. Um, but, yeah, they, they just got to find a way to stop those explosives. And I, and I think a huge part of that is protecting Adebo a little bit. What have you thought about Andy Dalton so far? Um, a couple of starts, didn't win against Minnesota, did win against Seattle. Not glaring great stats, but stats that 
you know, don't lose your games, I guess, as much as anything. Offense doesn't feel as hard anymore. You know, it feels like there's a little bit of a, of a rhythm and a flow to it, and it doesn't feel like every drive you're kind of, you know, gripping and wondering what's going to happen, where I think that was kind of the case early in the season. It, it, it just felt like there was never really any flow to anything, and now it just it feels like they're building on top of stuff, and, and they're in more manageable situations, and the ball's getting out to Alvin, and he's a factor. And when he's a factor – I think your whole team's better. Like you give him the ball in space and he might take the ball 54 yards on a screen. You know, that was well blocked for 20 yards, the last 30 or him beating guys. So they, they got to be able to do stuff like that. And I think the offense is built for more of the, the quick game precision passing. And I think Dalton's done a really good job of, of getting them into that and, and getting the flow going. You, know, you mentioned this team kind of figuring it out. Do, do you feel like they're kind of figuring out, okay, we need to do this to win on this day? or this to win on this day and kind of getting a little bit better feel for that? Yeah, I think so. A little bit like last week, they, they kind of knew that Seattle's linebackers weren't great players. So it seemed like the game plan was to attack them. And, and that's on the ground and short passes to Alvin, getting the ball to Taysom Hill, trying to make somebody tackle him and, and cover that ground. And, uh, you know, they weren't able to do that. And they were able to win that way. I You know, I think most weeks, so this is a team that, that's going to need to be built in a way that it kind of flows through the running game. And Alvin should be the identity the team it shouldn't be the quarterback dropping back and you know going through his reads and trying to figure everything out and you're winning on his arm if you're winning on the ground now play action's available and, and that opens stuff up and it just when they're able to do that you just see a, a much better flow on offense and you know some of that is earned when you have the team in a rhythm and you're sustaining drives and you're in manageable situations you can run play action the first three weeks of the season they aren't doing anything in the first three quarters of the game now you can't run the ball at all at the end of the game, and, and it's kind of stationary. So Dalton's kind of earned those opportunities to have those play-action attempts and easier passes. So it's just been a uh, – they, they, they've just done a better job of that, and I think that's who they should be as a football team. You know, Taysom Hill, Offensive Player of the Week, um, one of those Paul Bunyan-esque kind of games. <laughs> <laughs> but, but is that sustainable? I mean, it's not realistic to think the guy's going to run 412 yards and three touchdowns every week, but is it sustainable to put him in those situations where he might – do need he might actually need to run it nine times in a game and and that kind of thing yeah look I think they should treat him like running back too almost like I, I think he should get 10 15 touches every single game however however that is if it's eight runs and seven passes if it's 10 runs and you know two it, he's just such a good player that that they need to find a way to utilize him and he's he's paid way too much money to be watching when he's <laughs> as talented as he is and look I know that you kind of got to protect him a little bit because Jameis is out and if there's an injury he's quarterback too but they're at a point in their season where you got to prioritize wins, and him getting the ball is gonna is gonna help you win games. They've been in a search for kind of that second running back option. I think he can kind of serve it. I mean, if he's getting those carries, it doesn't matter if it's Drex snapped it to him or Andy Dalton's handing him the ball. Like he's just getting it and running. So I think they got to find a way to do that. All right, that's Nick Underhill. Nick, tell them how to reach you, how to follow you, how to see you. Uh, we're on Twitter, Nick underscore Underhill. The website is NewOrleans.Football. As always, John and I will have you covered on our Saints pregame show on NewOrleansSaints.com or across our social media platforms, 11 a.m. Sunday. We'll be back live after the game for player and coach interviews, as well as our analysis of the matchup. Thanks for listening, and go Saints. Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Saints podcast, presented by SeatGeek. Join us three times per week on NewOrleansSaints.com the Saints mobile app, or you can download the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here on the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek.